Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had two posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we described the study where the authors reported that soccer teams that completed the strength portion of the 11-plus injury prevention program at the end of a training session had better compliance, and fewer ankle and severe injuries. In the second post, we shared the updated summary statement on injury risk identification and prevention across the anterior cruciate ligament injury continuum from the anterior cruciate ligament research retreat. If we take a closer look at that first post, we find that the authors compared the compliance and effectiveness of the 11-plus injury prevention program among semi-professional teams when the program was offered traditionally were modified with parts 1 and 3 completed before a training session and part 2, which is the strengthening portion, at the end of training. The researchers trained one person with each soccer team to record when a player completed the 11-plus program at a session. Injury data, such as time loss, severe injuries, and injury locations, as well as exposure data, such as the number of hours of soccer. Each team performed the 11-plus program at least twice per week during the 2017 season. Among the 25 teams, two teams that performed Part 2 after training and three teams that performed the traditional program failed to finish the study. Overall, the compliance was better among teams that performed Part 2 at the end of training sessions. However, compliance was still low to moderate for each group. The traditional program completed the 11-plus program at only 33% of training sessions, and the other group completed the 11-plus program at 58% of training sessions. The authors observed no differences between groups based on the number of total injuries. However, teams that performed the modified 11-plus with Part 2 later had fewer total days lost, probably because this group had fewer severe injuries. The modified 11-plus program also had lower ankle and recurrent injuries, but the standard 11-plus had lower quadricep muscle injuries and contusions. The study is very interesting because it demonstrates that the 11-plus program can be done at different times during a training session and still reduce the risk of injury. This is outstanding news because one of the barriers often reported to the 11-plus program is the completion of the strengthening exercises prior to activity on the field or court. Based on these new findings, teams can perform these activities after the activity so that they feel more comfortable about completing them. This may explain why compliance was improved with this approach. It would be interesting to know if the Part 2 program could even be performed in the weight room instead of on the field. It would be interesting to compare whether there would be any difference in injuries when both groups performed the same number of 11-plus sessions. Furthermore, it would be interesting to pair this new approach to the 11-plus program to other strategies 
to maximize compliance. Clinicians should work with coaches to tailor injury prevention programs to fit each team. This study addresses some of the concerns about the 11 plus program and coaches should be informed that it is acceptable to perform some of the program after practice. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a video from the Athletic Trainers Osteoarthritis Consortium, which was an interview with Sarah Sherman discussing why, as a clinician, she thinks it is important for us to think long-term about an athlete's wellness. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We'll have links to our summaries, the courses, and the video on our new website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.